This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. Oh, believe it or not, here we go again. It's another quarantine edition of the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Like the uh, stuffy man uh, in the butler suit said, you can always give us a call and join into this conversation by dialing 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-CHAT from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I am John Shannon. And from the executive tower of Radio TFI there in Queens, New York. What floor are you on right now, anyways? Two. Number two, huh? Got to be careful about number two here. Um, Anyways, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. How is everybody today? Hopefully we're... uh... We're all happy, healthy, pink, and, uh, and all that good stuff. Yes, we're on the second floor because my understanding is this thing ain't got no legs. It can float for a little <laughs> while, but it ain't got no legs, so I'm good on two. We won't be going below <laughs> two. The shrink wrap is holding very well. Thank you very much. And uh, as always, we appreciate everyone else that's out there listening to us tonight. And again, we're, we're here just to kind of help everybody get through it. We... Uh, uh, we have a little something at, at, at Mr. Shannon's request. We'll have a, we're gonna have a little mini Jackson Brown concert a little later on tonight. We uh, wow, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we 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 pulled it all together and just just a tiny little one. We'll we'll spend a little time with uh, with Jackson Brown. I'll never forget watching MTV. Uh, one of the original VJs was a was a guy by the name of JJ Jackson, African American man. And he once mm-hmm. come coming out of a Jackson Brown video said, and to me it was funny at the time. He said that was Jackson Brown, and I'm Brown Jackson. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought it was funny. Oh my god! Before we go anywhere else, I need to play pro- Professor Medley. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Moving on. Yeah. I th- you know, I think that that's actually uh, sage advice. If you want to... I, 
I can't speak for the rest of the country. Um, places like New York City. And by the way, I don't know if you agree with him or not, but hats off to uh, your governor Cuomo there. Yes. For, yes. For not buckling under what seems to be pressure uh, to shut the whole city down. Everybody, everybody, uh, what's the word? Shelter in place. Shelter in place. He did a very, very good explanation of all that this morning. I got up and I turned on the tube and uh, lo and behold, actually I came back from the supermarket regardless. Uh, And I got to say, I've really become a fan of his in the past couple of days. Because he's not putting up with any nonsense. He's not putting up with any guff. He's explaining things in ways that really, that really they need to be explained. He's not sugarcoating anything, but he's be, he's doing what I, and I know many, many governors across this great land of ours are doing. They're being a leader, and which is mm-hmm. great. And, and I was going to tweet something about Cuomo earlier today, I and it, it just got past me. But yes, yes, uh, Andrew Cuomo's been... Uh, I, whether you agree with his politics or not, the way he's handling this right now is I, I'm I'm very content. Uh, I'm I, I I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and and don't take this the wrong way, kids and kittens. But you, your boy here is just a wee bit, and I mean a tiny bit, about one percent scared right now. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, not a lot, but I'm scared. Well, you're you're doing the absolute. Doing the absolute uh, right thing by staying in as much as you humanly possibly can. You know, you're going out to get supplies as you need them and whatnot. I will ask you, though, what scares you? Come oh, here, lay on my couch. Tell me what scares you. I think what I'm hearing, and again, it's only 1% scared. It's just, just you know, your, your mind kind of runs away with you. It, it's the idea that this may drag on. And I know when, when I heard this, it might be a year, 18 months, and then somebody uh, classified, uh, straightened that out, uh, qualified it, I'm sorry, qualified it by saying, that's if we do absolutely nothing. And I know we're not going to do absolutely nothing. So it, it's just, you know, things go through your head. Look, I'm here by myself all day long. And when I'm not, when I'm not playing with the radio station, I've got the TV on. I'm listening to what's going on. As much as to stay informed as to, I'll be quite honest. I, I, I after I listened to Governor Cuomo speak today, I turned the TV off and I and I didn't even look at the news all day because yeah. I just needed a break from it. Although considering I had a show to do tonight, <laughs> well, and I would have had tomorrow. Had to get. You had to get your information somewhere. You know, here's the thing is, is I've been looking at the news, but I've been kind of just breezing over the latest stats as far as the number of um, the number of actual cases. You, you, you don't know. I mean, right now, tests aren't being processed. I was uh, I forget if it, I think it was Soul Cab that said something earlier here that. He had a friend that um, is in his 70s. You saw that? I did. 78 years old. 78 years old, and uh, he can't uh, he can't get a test. Uh, There are people here that have here in Minnesota that have taken tests. That it's been nearly a week now, and they haven't gotten results back. Right. 
Well, one of the things that Governor Cuomo has been pushing, and he's been saying this for a few days now, and and when you stop and think about it, it makes a ton of sense. And again, I, I'm not saying people should not be tested, but he keeps hammering away at this. The number of tests, people taking tests will only tell you how many people have taken a test. Mm-hmm. It in no until everyone is has been tested. We have no idea. As he says, we don't know how many people have it, how many people are just are clear, and more importantly, how many people have been through it and are over it. Yeah. So we just don't know. Now, for right now, there's limited supplies out there. And not only the testing, but also the 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 PPE, the personal protection equipment for the medical professionals. Uh-huh. Those so, are the people I worry about. Well, right. We're all concerned about them. Uh, Elon Musk last night said something about, I think Soul Cab uh, tweeted this, about him saying, well, gee, well, you know, I'll do something when it get, when it gets uh, bad. Well, it's bad. Get start making stuff. All you people that can make ventilators, if you can make a mask, if you, hey, I got lucky today. I was able to buy a bottle of Clorox, believe it or not. Oh, I got some Clorox. Uh, I have some Clorox down in my laundry room here. So this this is the downside we, of me we, paying to have my laundry done. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great, that's a, that's a great, uh, if I was on my own, bet your bottom dollar, I would be doing that. I'll tell you what, it's, although, like I said, I did my laundry Monday because let's face it, I got nothing else to do. Uh, there was, you know, there was no, <laughs> no, there was no reason not to. Uh, yeah. But again, we hope everybody's doing as best as they can under the circumstances. They're, they're closing the beaches. Party's over in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> the governor said, oh, "Gotta no. love what, gotta love him." <laughs> Did you hear some of those people uh, down there saying, "I'm here to get, I'm gonna get here yeah. and get drunk before the bars close." You know, uh, well, it just this I, it scares me because you know what, Ed, this is our future. These are the people that we're counting on to take care of us these when we get decrepit. <laughs> These may be the people that ensure we don't have much of a future. There you go. Exactly. Right right, right now, an STD is a, is a consolation prize. If that's what you bring home from spring break. Oh, that's about it. Hey, I want to play, oh. a, I want to play a little audio. You know what? Forget the audio. We're going to go right into a little music first. Young Mr. Shannon has been, has been asking for this for a low near 24 hours now and we're no you know what we're gonna wait on that we're gonna wait and then we can do them all together we're gonna you are such a tease i'm gonna give you a little that's it that's all you're getting are you are a tease i'm telling you you are a tease i am i want to start off with a word from the former governor of california Arnold. Arnold. Arnold put out a video today, and I wish we could show the video because there's Arnold sitting in his hot tub. He's got a ball cap on, he's got his white goatee going, and he's got a big old cigar going. What he says makes 100% sense, but it's just funny to watch. And he's got a little little dog, with a little uh, foo-foo dog with a little bow in its hair running around, a little, little shih tzu. So here's Arnold. Here I am at home, taking a jacuzzi, smoking a little stogie. 
Mm. I just finished a bike ride and a little bit of workout and I just, you know, keep staying at home away from the crowds and away from outside. The reason why I'm saying that is because I still see photographs and videos of people sitting in outside cafes all over the world and having a good time and hanging out in crowds. That is not wise because that's how you can get the virus. That's how you get it, like contact with other people. So stay away from crowds, stay away from being in restaurants and outdoor cafes, especially now in springtime where all the kids are going to the beach and celebrate and drink and all that stuff. This is not a good idea. So stay away from the crowds, go home, and then we can overcome this whole problem, this whole virus in no time. But you got to go and follow those orders. Just remember, stay at home, don't go to the crowds. Put that cookie down. Put that cookie down. Arnold says so. <laughs> you know, That's I, hilarious. I, I, I love Arnold. I don't always agree with his politics, but again, you talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger is the embodiment of the American dream. Came here penniless, not speaking a word of English. Not only became an international movie star, but also attained the highest political office he could, having not been born here in this country. I promise you, if he was an American-born citizen, or if that rule wasn't in there, Arnold would have been president. Oh, absolutely and look if we you if, remember that was part of uh that was part of back to the future if i'm not mistaken wasn't it it might have been or it was it was what some movie that mentioned that they repealed the amendment that says you have to be uh i ain't no a, amendment uh, that's in the constitution or in the constitution they the they amended it to allow for honored that's what it was i just love saying honored Yes, it's, I totally it's, get that. It's so much fun. So, so while we're talking serious stuff here, let's. Uh, I got two other clips. This one popped up today. It's uh, our boy Sean Hannity, because you know it, it's it's always a barrel of laughs when Sean's around. Yes, I oh, realize. Time out. Let me reach. Let me reach for my puke bucket before you. Uh... <laughs> I realize. Oh, all right, I got it in place. You're good. You're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. I'm good. Excellent. I realize Hannity is a quote-unquote opinion host and not a newsmaker, but he's also on primetime. And the little Foxettes, they, they listen to, they hang on every word, he says, and they take it as gospel truth. Now, the clip cuts from him on March 9th to yesterday, March 18th. You'll know when, when it cuts. And at one point, the other voice you're going to hear is uh, Tom Cotton, that other... Uh, anyway, here we go. Oh, In all seriousness... I think we've got to be very real with the American people. I don't like how we are scaring people unnecessarily. And that is that unless you have a an, an immune system that's compromised and you are older and you have other underlying health issues, you are not going to die 99% from this virus, correct? That's correct, John. And it's good to be with you again. All right, so that's the point. I mean, they're scaring the living hell out of people, and I, I see it again as like, oh, let's bludgeon Trump with this new hoax. Yeah, and I think what we're looking kind at... of laugh at it, but not to laugh at here. By the way, this program has always taken the coronavirus seriously, and we've never called the virus a hoax. We call what they're doing, trying to bludgeon the president out. They're politicizing of this virus. Well, predictable, despicable, repulsive, all of the above. In all seriousness... These people know that we actually 
keep these videotapes, right? They know those those shiny things pointing at them are cameras, and they record their words. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe the Fox News audience doesn't remember from week to week. I I just I, I don't understand how you can go. It's this blatant, blatant lying, and this is not helping the situation. Under normal circumstances, eh, play it off as part of the game. It's annoying, but but look, one of the reasons we are so far behind where we are right now is because people lied, deflected, and uh, you know now, now Trump's patting himself on the back. Look at me, I give myself a ten out of ten, and uh, I don't know nothing, and uh, I'm not responsible. Yada yada yada. We have one more clip that we're going to play right now. And okay. if you if you saw this today, this is Trump taking a question from one of the, one, one of the uh, crack reporters, or is it reporters on crack, from OAN, the One American Network. Now, the young lady asking the question is is a little bit of a Republican hottie. She's, uh, she's got some looks going. And uh, you could see where Trump was going with this. Here we go. Um, I have two questions. Do you consider the term Chinese? O-A-N. Yes, sir. Thank very you. good. Thank you very questions. much. I um, Treat me very nicely. Do Go you ahead. consider the term Chinese food racist? Because no. it's food that originates in China or it has Chinese No, I don't think it's and racist. On that note, I don't think it's racist at all. On that note, major left-wing news media, even in this room, have teamed up with Chinese Communist Party narratives, and they're claiming you are racist for making these claims about Chinese virus. Is it alarming that major media players just to oppose you are consistently siding with foreign state propaganda, Islamic radicals, and Latin gangs and cartels, and they work right here at the White House with direct access to you and your team? It amazes me when I read the things that I read. It amazes me. Um, well, you know he's lying right there because he doesn't read. So anything yeah. he would read would be amazing. Uh, obviously she's just, you know, set, throwing up a meatball there for, for him to hit back. There was, there was a shot that was, uh, I saw earlier today where on his prepared statement, he had crossed out the word, uh, uh, Corona with his Sharpie and written instead Chinese. So he could say Chinese virus. Look. Is it a big thing? It doesn't have to be. But this is the kind of nonsense we don't need to deal with right now. It's it's a virus, okay? It doesn't have a nationality. It doesn't speak a particular language. Somebody left China with the virus. We don't know that they came straight to America. They could have gone to Italy first or any mm -hmm. number of places, okay? China did not send it here. At least I don't believe well, that. I mean, if no, they wanted to do it. If they wanted to do a worldwide pandemic, epidemic, and kill a lot of people, boy, there's there's easier ways to do it. There's much easier ways to do it. But, hey, what do I know? I just work here. So. Well, you know, from the ignorance department, I'm sure you've seen this uh, story here from USA Today, and I'm sure other sources as well, but uh, John Cornyn. I think that's oh. how he pronounces his name. China is to blame for the coronavirus spread because it's a culture where people eat bats, snakes, 
and dogs. I thought I had that piece of video uh, audio. I guess I don't. I, I I remember looking at it though. Yes, he's. Oh, I commented on uh, on it on Twitter today. Uh, I could dig it up, but I'm not going to. Uh, what do you say? What do you say? We we ease back. We take our foot off the gas a little. Uh, play something. Just give that me one. Oh, go right ahead. Just do me a favor. Just give me one more little rant here that's kind of related to the whole Asian thing. By all means. If you would, please. By all Um, means. Look, I'm seeing reports, we even have them here in Minnesota, where there are attacks on Asians. They're not even necessarily all Chinese, but there are attacks on Asians because of this Chinese flu, as, as it's been called. Uh, and I did do that in air quotes, by the way. I saw uh, I saw him do it. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I decided, and I'm dead serious about this, and Annie's a little worried, but I, I told her today that I'm going to go get my baseball bat out of the basement, and I swear to God, <laughs> and I, you laugh, you laugh. Back when I wasn't old and decrepit, I was a pretty goddamn good softball player. Yeah, but now you're old and decrepit. <laughs> that hasn't changed. I don't care. I, I don't care. I can still swing a softball bat if, well, if need to be. If need be. Look, you ain't got that and many swings is, left in you, pal. I would I would hold off for when the zombies come yeah. knocking on the door. That's what I would be waiting for. Well, I, I tell you, if I see if I see somebody attacking somebody else... Because of this kind of crap, I swear to God, uh, you know, I'm too, I am too old and decrepit to use my, use my body to try to ward off somebody. But like I said, I can still swing, I can still swing a goddamn baseball bat, Ed, and I swear to God. And those of you in the Twin City area, watch yourself. Professor Shannon is on the prowl. By the way, do you know what one of the little little-known symptoms of the uh, COVID-19 viruses? Mm-hmm. What? Great balls of fire. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I'll have love what I thought it was funny. You came along and moved me, honey. I've changed my mind. Oh, my 
Six foot six and weighed 245, kind of broad at the shoulder and narrow at the hip. And everybody knew you didn't give no lip to Big John. Big John, Big John, Big Bad John, Big John. Nobody seemed to know where John called home. He just drifted into town and stayed all alone. He didn't say much, he's kind of quiet and shy. And if you spoke at all, you just said hi to Big John. Somebody said he came from New Orleans, where he got in a fight over a Cajun queen and a crashing blow from a huge right hand sent a Louisiana fella to the promised land, Big John. Big John, Big John, Big Bad John. Then came the day at the bottom of the mine when a timber cracked and men started crying. Manners were praying and hearts beat fast and everybody thought that they'd breathe their last, except John. Through the dust and the smoke of this man-made hell walked a giant of a man that the miners knew well, grabbed a sagging timber and gave out with a groan and like a giant oak tree just stood there alone, Big John. Big Bad John, Big John, and with all of his strength he gave a mighty shove, then a miner yelled out, there's a light up above, and twenty men scrambled from a would-be grave, and now there's only one left down there to save Big John. With Jackson Timbers they started back down, then came that rumble way down in the ground, and that smoke and gas belched out of that mine. Everybody knew it was the end of the line for Big John. Big John, Big John, Big Bad John, Big John. Now they never reopened that worthless pit, they just placed a marble stand in front of it. These few words are written on that stand. At the bottom of this mine lies a big, big man. Big John. Big John. Big John. Big bad John. Big John. Hi, this is Mike King. You want to talk to the guys at the Taxi Stand Hour? Call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation. Jerry Lee Lewis had our great balls on fire. And after that, it was Big Bad John. And no, not Big Big Bad John Shannon, who is uh, right now swinging a baseball bat like it's nobody's business. But that was Jimmy Dean. You know, the sausage guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sang songs <laughs> before he made sausages or snossages, <laughs> depending on who you are. But yes, hmm. Jerry Lee Lewis. I, has... I got. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. 
No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Hey, you you stepped all over my outro. Go right ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Damn it. Well, I just thought thinking about something about both of those songs. First off, Great Balls of Fire. I think I remember that experience not all that long ago. Hey, now! (laughs) And, well, as far as Big Bad John, I'm close to that description, except I'm probably closer to five foot six, but I still weigh two forty-five. Oh, I think I think you're I think you're kidding yourself there, Pally Boy. Don't sell yourself short. Oh, wait a minute, you already are short. I'm sorry. I guess you bought into it already. Anyway, thank, thank moving you very on. Much. You're entirely thank welcome. you very much. Appreciate it. And for those By the way, during that song, during that song, literally here, I wish you could have seen it because Ed and I were both doing our pose offs here. We were flexing. <laughs> And j- That's j- it. J- just to keep the uh, the uh, to give you folks an idea, while John is terribly short, and I do mean terribly. What are you like five one, five two? Giving me too much credit. How tall are no, you? No, I'm five eight. Five eight. Not on a not on yeah. your, not on your best day. I've I am five eight. And then Annie must be seven foot three because she towers over you. Oh, you're foolish. Ah, ah, that's okay. It doesn't change. I caught my. I caught myself. Does not change the fact that I am six foot two. So, deal with it. That's Want a medal or a chest to pin it on? I got plenty of chest, baby. It's all there. It's all there. <laughs> so as we move along here, on our gives uh, man boobs a new meaning. I tell you what, where's my man zero when you really need it? You know, <laughs> say what you will. And while I'm not a huge fan of, of the Seinfeld show, I love the whole uh, 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 oh, Festivus. I love the whole idea of Festivus. Uh, I love the whole idea. Well, the man's ear was something else with uh, with Mr. Frank Costanza. But I, I got to thinking about, just got thinking about this in the last couple of minutes. I, I, I love the idea of just the phrase, airing of grievances. <laughs> Feats of strength, <laughs> airing of grievances. And I forget what the poll was. Uh, oh, God. What was the, the, the poll? Somebody out there knows. I know. I have two younger brothers that know every episode. They'll... Uh, if they're listening, they're screaming at their uh, at their devices right now. But but my goodness, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Feats of strength, airing of grievances. What else you got for us, John? Oh well, you know something. You won't until I tell you. Toilet paper is not the only thing uh, that there is a run on, and hand sanitizer and all the disinfectant things. But apparently, at least in Las Vegas, their gun sh- their gun stores are running out of weapons and ammo. What is wrong with people? What is wrong? Uh, hey, I know them guys, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're, we're gonna shoot that virus out of the air. They're, the supply, oh, you know, oh, forget it. Forget it. Just go, go buy your guns and uh, shoot. That's it. Shoot the virus out of the air. Yeah, that's that. Well, I'll tell you what. No, wait a minute. That's really not a Vegas accent. I should. No. Probably, well, they're probably doing this. They're probably doing the same thing in Kentucky too. So. That's, that was a tough way to get around that man. 
You, uh, you, that, that was going nowhere in a hurry and you just hit the gas and got it there faster. <laughs> it's what I do best. It is what you do best. And there's nothing I enjoy more than sitting you here and watching you self-destruct. Uh, and by the way, you have to learn to stop using the speak to text on the, on the Twitter. Because yes, I do. Yes, really, I do. It's really not a good look for you. You're right. I am going there, sitting there going, eh. Uh, <laughs> but the other reason, getting back to the music we just played, uh, I played Big Bad John for a reason. Because it's the kind of, Big Bad John represents the, the, the strength and fortitude that we need right now. And the heroes that are will most certainly emerge from this. Not the least of which was Governor Cuomo today. So uh, for all you big bad Johns out there, everybody's going to do what they need to do. And we all need to, I know we'll all work together. Oh, there'll be a couple of chowder heads out there that are, you know, going to gonna buy too much toilet paper or, or just be jerks about. But they're jerks under normal circumstances. Okay, we're going to deal with them. That's true. Uh it looks like we've got this financial assistance package coming down the pike here. Uh, I, I, and you know what? Uh, Sack Dave, Taxi Dave, I, I'm sorry. You said something about us all working, uh, you know, bipartisan. But, you know, look, it's like, like I replied to you on Twitter. It's not us. We are not the problem here. D.C. is the problem. I'm willing to work with anybody at this point. You know, look, if I've got a loaf of bread and you're starving, I'll give you a half, you know, a half of, I'll give you some crust, but, you know, you are a Republican after all. No, of course not. I'll give you half a loaf of bread. I mean, we all got to get through this together. But, you know, it's it's the knuckleheads down in D.C. It's it, it's the people like John, what is it, Corbin, Corin, coming out and saying uh, these idiotic things. What what's the point of saying constantly calling it the Chinese virus? Call it COVID nineteen. That's the name. Why do we have to keep hammering down at this? We don't care right now. It doesn't matter where it started. We've got to get through this. Okay, you know, I've I've said it every night. I'm going to keep saying it. CDC.gov, state health websites. Listen to your state health authorities, forget the White House, okay? Forget the White House. Uh, um, it's every day, it's Trump up there now, uh, puffing and pounding away. He, it does us no good. I will say this, um, and we, we're really lucky here in Minnesota to have a, a radio station that actually has people from Minnesota instead of going to some satellite feed or what have you get their news and get their talk radio and what have you. We have this particular station. It's WCCO here out of Minneapolis. WCCO. Not quite. Not quite. I tried. They've gone through a lot of jingles over the years, but uh, that wasn't one of them. We need a jingle. (laughs) We need Mm. a jingle. Right. We do. We we'll do. have to get right on that. Well, it's on the list. <laughs> exactly. Radio TFI. 
Oh, or was like, oh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> the, there's a uh, there's a uh, host uh, middays named uh, Corey Heppola. Really did say something that made a lot of sense. As much as Trump is being an asshole for you know the whole references to the Chinese flu or the Chinese virus or whatever the hell he's calling it, why are why are people pushing his buttons? Why, when journalists are up there trying to ask questions, why are they trying to, you know, every day, he, every last couple of days, he's been asked, don't you think uh, calling it uh, calling it the Chinese flu, don't you think that's racist? Okay, we know the answer to that. What do you, he's answered that question how many times? Do you think he's suddenly going to have a revelation and change his mind? I. It's highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. You're right. You're absolutely it's a, right. It's a pointless, pointless question. Move on to something that's actually important. Look, we're at the point where three and a half years now, uh, they should have been throwing these kind of questions at him on a daily basis, okay? And and confronting him with the lies and all that. Right now, honestly, I, I don't care about him right now. I want him off that, off that stage, off that podium. He Listening to him does no good. The people that don't buy into his stuff don't believe him. He has no credibility. Every day it's something different. Now he's saying they, uh, if only we knew about this. If only we knew. Eh. But, and then of course you have his followers. You have the cult. Yes, I'm calling it a cult. Uh, <laughs> and they're going to believe everything he says. And a good chunk of that is just balderdash. It's, a, a dare I say, poppycock. I dared. Well, you dared. Yes, you did. You went there. I Whatever did. happened to Mike Pence taking the lead on this, by oh, the way? Oh, please. Mike, when Pence is up there, when, when they're both on that, up there at that podium, he brings Mike Pence up. What does Mike Pence do? He spends 50% of the time sucking up to Trump. Exactly. Exactly. Your Lord uh, exalted ruler. Oh, Mr. President Trump. Thank you for allowing us to get sick so that you can come in and solve the problem. I got no time for Pence either. He's, look, I need my government. Right now, I'm depending on my state government. I'm fortunate. Yes. I happen to live in the state of New York, which, by the way, has the most confirmed cases right now. Mm -hmm. We need the most help. We don't have time for this fall to roll. Nobody does. I, I, I'm not putting us above anybody. Whether you're in the state of Washington, California, Idaho, Alabama, it does not matter. Everybody needs help right now. We don't. This is not about stroking Trump's ego or any of that. We need to move on. I'll go so far as to say this, Bernie. It's time. Uh, drop out and let's. We don't need to be worried about this anymore. Okay. We look. Uh -huh. Face it, pal. It, it it's over. It doesn't look good for you. Uh, let's not waste people's time having to come out uh, to primaries that may or may not happen anyway. And then we're going to have the whole, well, well, uh, I said I would go with a plurality, but you know what? You know, I, I don't need that. None of us need that. Bernie, it's clear Biden is going to run away with this. And if not... I voted. Yeah. I, I voted for Bernie... And I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. And 
look, you had a nice run. You hopefully inspired some people for the future. But I think he, I, it's time to give it a rest. I totally agree. I watched. I was watching uh, something a couple days ago, and they were talking to some young Bernie supporters, and boy, oh boy, are they radical. Oh, they're not going to vote for anybody else. Oh, they're, you know, uh, I'll, I'll vote for Trump before I vote for Biden. Uh, you know, you're missing the point here. You're missing the point. If you think Biden's going to be bad for you, where do you see what Trump does in the next four years? You know, uh, anyway. Do you, you think for, I was, you know, got involved in that tweet that uh, Sack Dave uh uh, brought out to us earlier. We love year. Taxi Dave. We love yes, Taxi yes. Dave. Make no mistake about that. We Absolutely. love Taxi Dave. We don't agree with him. We just love him to pieces, though. And, and oh. I'm going to interrupt you for a second because because Dave is what is a, is an ideal example. I believe our relationship with Dave, such as it is, we can have we can disagree without mm-hmm. calling each other names or getting into the mud. Yeah. All that I think a lot of what he says is is just downright dopey, but that's his opinion, and I appreciate him for that opinion. I respect him for that. He res- he respects us, and and vice versa. We can have that's a difference the way it of opinion. Be. Exactly, exactly. So now that uh, but n- now that Soul Cab <laughs> guy, he's another story. He's a troublemaker. Yeah, exactly. From way back, and that and that uh, that uh, guy, jeez. Uh, Oh, he goes by Town Car Taxi on uh, Twitter. That's he, he, he really is a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think it's time for, John? Hold on, one thought before you uh, <laughs> before you go off here. One thought, please, please. <laughs> At one point in time, I re- I uh, replied on on the tweet is that. I just wish I could believe, I wish I could believe in in Donald Trump and what he's doing. I wish that he's actually showing that compassionate side of himself wherever it was buried. But I'm just so afraid that he is under such pressure right now to do something. Otherwise, his ass is going to be left in the dust uh, come November. Do you think if this wasn't an election year, he would be doing, proposing these stimulus packages, actually putting cash in people's hands if this wasn't an election year? You're making the mistake of forgetting the last four, five, six, eight weeks when this was, oh, oh, it's 15 cases. That's it. We'll be done by the end of the week. When he Mm -hmm. Remember, like I pointed out last night, I read that story. Our first case happen on the same day as South Korea's. Look where they are. Look where they are. Look where we are. And now, it's time for your nightly grammar lesson. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight. You let me know everything's all right. I'm hooked on a feeling. 
phenomena. TFI School of Grammar and Annunciation, three in a row for you here on the quarantine edition of the Taxi Stand Hour. Uh, John translated every one of those for me into recognizable English. It was fantastic. John, would you like to delve I, into the deeper uh, meanings of all three of those songs? Well, first off, you got to you got to refresh my memory on that last uh, on the last one there because Muppets. The only t- Oh, so that was the original there. That was the Muppets then. Well, the original version of this song appeared in an Italian porno movie. I've seen the scene. There's nothing nasty going on or, or Swedish. Was it Swedish? Anyway, whatever it was, it's a bunch of women in a in a sauna, none of them naked or anything like that from the 60s. and uh, There was nothing to be seen there, but apparently Jim Henson got a hold of that song. And he did it originally on the Ed Sullivan show. He's done it a bunch of times ever since. It's all over the YouTube if you'd like to see it. And uh, there's a great one they did with Sandra Bullock. She's playing a psychiatrist. Kermit Kermit the Frog comes in, sits down, uh, and, and the word that triggers her is phenomena. And she goes into that whole song only singing phenomena instead of phenomena. (laughs) Phenomenon. So was it was it the voice of Oscar the Grouch that uh, that's Jim Henson was doing? It's Jim Henson. Oh, that was Jim. Jim Henson. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Was he Oscar the Grouch too on Sesame Street? No, no. Uh, that okay. was some. That was somebody else. Uh, it wasn't Carol Spinney. No, it was Carol Spinney. Okay. Uh, Oscar the Grouch was done by the same guy who did Big Bird originally. Really. Really, I would. He who just passed, not too terribly long ago. Uh, he did Big Bird for. I mean, they've had other people doing Big Bird 
for a number of years now. Uh, but yeah, so so we did Yakety Yak by the Coasters, and uh, what the heck did I do before that? I you no did one. the one that I thought was done by the Trogs, remember? Uh, oh yeah, hooked on a feeling by Blue Velvet. I really should write this stuff down. It's uh, yeah, I, I yeah. Feel, we don't have that plan. I That's should just, read. You should write. I think we might be onto something here, Ollie. I, I think we might. <laughs> so we. we <laughs> next hour, next hour, we're gonna do our little mini uh, Jackson Brown concert. Uh, mm, looking gonna, forward to it. And we're gonna do that uh, probably just minutes into the top of the next hour. Uh, in the meantime. Uh, again, thanks for joining us here on on the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition. We're here to keep everybody uh, informed, entertained, or just give you all a common target to make fun of. That's us. That's what we're here for. There you go. That's that's us. That's hey. us in a nutshell. Hey. Wait, wait a minute. Hold the phone here. I'm holding the phone. Hold the phone. phone is- oh, we got a we got a tweet. Oh. Bill Mitchell. I can't read his old Twitter handle, and to tell you the truth, he's so freaking ignorant, I don't know that I want to even. Okay. Check this out. 100% cure rate plus warm weather equals the end of the COVID-19 panic. Of course, the media won't want to let this go since it's all they've got. Yeah, but it's that's- just a matter of time now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so. How do you explain all the cases in one of the warmer spots in this country, uh, Miami-Dade County? Especially the mayor of Miami-Dade County. That's right. He's got it, doesn't he? See, si, Senor, uh, I saw last night yeah. there were eighty cases in Broward County, which is where I used to live and where Mike King currently resides. Now that number may have gone up we you know obviously we just don't know uh the numbers shoot up look i'd like to believe that there's some magical cure and somebody will stumble across it any day now that just the right combination of uh mothballs and uh girl scout cookies and uh, in the proper proportions you know lay in the sun for two days while you, you know, i i would love for that to to happen that would be fan fantastic yeah, but have you ever smelled mothballs? You can hold them by the wings. Oh, I, w- I was going to say, well, how, if you did, how'd you ever get their legs apart? You hold them by the wings, I told you. <laughs> you think I... T- you think it's my first day? Good gravy. Gotta give you, cre- gotta give you credit, man, i tell you. Good gravy. Come on, John. We can do better than that now, can't we? <laughs> um, maybe. Give me wait till hour two. I'll see if it gets yeah, any better. Well, it's been three years and it hasn't happened yet. So there's really uh, <laughs> yeah. there's there's no there reason, you go no reason for me to expect otherwise. Have you ever smelled mothballs? <laughs> no, well, that could I, have been a serious question. <laughs> It could have been a serious question. I'm not that friendly with the moth. (laughs) 
and he is very thankful for it. Yeah, we all are. Believe you me, we are all very thankful. Seven five four eight hundred chat. Seven five four eight hundred eight zero zero two four two eight at Taxi Stand Hour on the Twitter. Call from a payphone. Call collect. We'd love to hear from you. We're uh, just a little little something behind the scenes here. Uh, by the way, if you are wondering again. We're, we're stopping at Thursday night. We're going to be on Monday through Thursday nights. We're not doing Friday. We had a, had a little change up for that. Uh, we will be back Saturday morning for our regular uh, our regular show at 10 a.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, where we will rip the snot out of Uber. Uh, they do. And by the way, I'm going after Airbnb because they're just as bad. They're they're. Airbnb is sitting there with their hand out now to the federal government. Oh, we need help. Mm. We, no, 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 no. You're you're not a hotel company. You're not a remember. Remember when you said that? You got all these knuckleheads out there, uh, giving their homes. Oh, we'll we'll do that Saturday. That's uh, uh, okay. And, and oh, I can't wait to see the stock market tomorrow. At the end of the day, <laughs> I can't oh, wait. Oh, I'm serious. I don't want to know what it is right now. I know it was down to like 14 something yesterday. Uh, it, it's it's going down faster than a three dollar hooker. That's all I know. By the way, from BuzzFeed News, I just saw this: all Californians, nearly 40 million people, have been ordered to stay home to stop the spread of the Ooh. coronavirus. All right. You know, it's, uh, and by the way, just as Governor Cuomo was saying today, you know, a shelter in place, stay home. Like, it doesn't mean you can't leave the house. It just means stay near home unless you have to. Go outside, keep, do your social distancing thing. We need to, I was in the supermarket today. Two girls coming down the aisle. One of them has the mask, but it's down around her chin. Sneezing. Doesn't do any good there. Sneezing. And I looked at her, I said, could you at least just sneeze into your arm? And she gave me that, you know, 18-year-old girl, you know, rolling eyes. I'm like, honey, I know you don't care about you, but, you know, there's the rest of us out here. Uh, that makes two of us because I don't care about her either. I just don't get everybody else sick. Well, that's the problem. We got the younger ones don't. We were talking about a little earlier with all the spring break kids and whatnot. Look, when we were 21, 22, we were invincible. We all were. And, you know, you're, you're trying to, some of these college kids, they finally hit 21. As I've said to plenty of kids over the, over the course of the years, you, uh, believe me, you'll have, you'll have more of your life to drink than you had not being able to drink. You know, I understand it's a big thing when you turn 21 and, and I get that, and you know, that you want to party, you want to have a good time, but now it's just not, I'm sorry. Sorry, kids. I had my first drink when I was 14. It's highly overrated. Well, it gets there. On that note, what do you say we take a little break for our top of the hour here? And, uh, well, geez, we'll see you on the other side there, folks.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. Listen, I've seen you hanging around my house and yeah, There's something I want to talk to you about. What did it mean to me? Listen here now. Yeah. I'm going to put it this way. Yeah. Wasn't you who did the pushing? Put the stains upon the cushion. Footprints on the dashboard upside down. Hey, what? Wasn't you, you Bronco Bill, been messing with my daughter Jill? If it was, you'd better leave this town. Well, what do you got to say? Uh, yes, twas I who did the pushing. Put the stains upon the cushion. Footprints on the dashboard upside down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But since I'm messing with your daughter, I've had trouble passing water. So I guess we're even all around. Why you come over here? Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. You're also muted, John. Uh, good evening. Welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour Hour 2. John Shannon has forgot how to work his tools, his microphone, and all that good stuff. <laughs> you want to try it again, John? Well, yeah, well, we were talking about the long and short of things here, so please, please <laughs> forgive me. Welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour here on uh, Radio TFI, the quarantine edition. Uh, like Ed said earlier, we are not doing a Friday show. Uh, we are going to save our chops for all the other wonderful things that we might actually get back on the uh, topic of Uber and Lyft again. Oh, we I, will. As I understand it. We will on Saturday. Oh, uh, and there is the... We That's could, the we could do a whole hour. We could do a whole hour plus uh, on <laughs> that alone, especially what's, what's going on with them uh, here of late. Again, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Don't be shy. We won't bite. I promise you. I can't promise that. Oh uh, well, uh, I've got the baseball bat put away for right now. So don't threaten just... me with a good time. Mm-mm. Uh. Anyways, oh Jesus, what else do we have here? Um, I got my bathroom clean today. Did I did? Oh, by the way, um, I wanted to re- wanted you to rest assured. At this point in time, I still have thirty-one rolls of toilet paper. Excellent. In the in the Shannon household, I am um, so happy. We, uh, that might last us another week and a half or so. But <laughs> You know what I forgot until I went out today, and I really—I don't know how I could forget it. I pass it every day. My my the owner of the building, my landlord, he keeps on the ground floor. He buys stuff in bulk. 
trash bags, paper mm-hmm. towels. You know, he says to, to us, use use whatever you need, use whatever you want. So I looked today. Uh, some of the st- they have, they've cleaned the the uh, the downstairs area a little bit, and I looked, and uh, lo and behold, there's there's probably forty rolls of to- toilet paper there. I'm hmm. good. Could you put I'm- them in touch with me, please? <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna get into a little lighter thing here. We're going to at at the request, well, not yeah, at the request of young Mister Shannon. John, I'm going to allow you to take over. You can talk us into. Uh, we've got four Jackson Brown songs coming up, and we're going to. Well, let, I know what one of them are going to be, but I couldn't well, tell you what the other three. You'll you'll know. I'll guess at one of them. No, you'll I'll know. I'll guess at one of them. You'll know before okay. the second one comes on. I promise you. Okay. So go ahead, lead us into it. Okay, well, I, I just wanted to give you a little backstory on this. I first heard this song from back in about 1977, I believe, uh, when I was but a wee 14 years old. I was working at the Minnesota State Fair, and I got to work a little bit early and sat out in front of one of the radio station's uh, booths all there by myself. And that piano solo that this song uh, opens up with, it you just he well I just sat there and just kind of I don't know I don't want to say meditated I had no idea what meditation was back then, but just just sat back and relaxed and it was probably the coolest experience I'd had quite a while. So go ahead and uh, and uh, hit it there, Mister DJ. Uh, Jackson Brown, one of my favorite songs of all time. Thank you. 
make sure you got it all set to go before you come from my piano.
Jackson Brown on where the hits just keep on coming here on Radio TFI. You are indeed listening to the Taxi Stand Hour right here, the quarantine edition. And we're into our little mini Jackson Brown uh, mini concert, I guess. Mini marathon. Mini marathon. There. Thank you very much. Uh, so that was Dr. My Eyes. And I got to tell you something. I, uh, I honestly don't know a whole lot about that song. Uh, what do you know off the top of your head when that came out, Ed? Uh, I would say sometime in the late seventies, early eighties, up till two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! 
Well, here's one that actually made a little uh, comeback here about uh, 20 years ago or so, thanks to Forrest Gump and his little uh, marathon run across the country and back. Uh, So, again, I don't know what year this was originally came out, but here's some more Jackson Brown for you with Running on Empty on Radio DFI. Look around for the friends that I used to 
does it for our mini marathon of uh, Jackson Brown here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI John Shannon here from Egan, Minnesota with Mr. Ed Van Ness old Uncle Ed 
Howdy. There in the radio, the radio TFI executive tower. I even know he's on the second floor now. Don't tell the. You already announced it. Well, you already announced the, it. It's, I don't think the virus listens, but just the same. <laughs> well, it depends on who you're calling the virus. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Hey, got another one here for you. Oh boy. From Sarah Flox at Sarah Flox. If you excuse me, if you are a gig worker in California, you should apply for unemployment insurance. If your claim is denied, appeal. Hashtag AB five. If uh if you're a gig worker in California, you should have your head examined. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, unfortunately, I, we talked about this last night. I don't think Uber, Lyft, or any of these companies are, are, are going to, especially in California. Remember, Lyft, Uber, and DoorDash, or is it Grubhub? DoorDash, uh, pitched in about 90 or $110 million to fight AB5, to fight their workers, you know, to get all these benefits and uh, the benefits of being an employee. Why not just take that $100 million and help their people? They're not going to do that. They're going to save it to crush their people. And it's unfortunate that at a time like this, the people are going to suffer because of the greed of others. Just like, uh, what is it, Senator Burr, Representative Burr? What is this idiot's name? Uh, who apparent, uh, Senator Burr. And uh, as I'm rolling through my Twitter feed, I see Tucker Carlson uh Apparently, I I haven't listened to it, so you know what? Here's what we're gonna do, kids and kittens. We're gonna listen to this together. Bear, uh, bear with me one moment, uh, while I get this, while I get it together. And, and she may have gonna... seen the news. She may have Here seen the go. news reports this afternoon. The chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee sold more than a million dollars in stock in mid-February after learning how devastating the Chinese coronavirus could be. He had inside information about what could happen to our country, which is now happening. But he didn't warn the public. He didn't give a primetime address. He didn't go on television to sound the alarm. He didn't even disavow an op-ed he'd written just 10 days before claiming was America was, quote, better prepared than ever for coronavirus. He didn't do any of those things. Instead, what did he do? He dumped his shares in hotel stocks so he wouldn't lose money. And then he stayed silent. Now, maybe there's an honest explanation for what he did. If there is, he should share it with the rest of us immediately. Otherwise, he must resign from the Senate and face prosecution for insider trading. There is no greater moral crime than betraying your country in a time of crisis. And that's appeared, that appears to be what happened. We'll have more on the story tomorrow. And of course, we all know that the fine folks at Fox News would know all there is to know about betraying your country and lying because this is one of the fools that was denying this thing even existed a couple of weeks ago. So while yeah, Wait a minute, was that tough? Am I hearing right? Was that Tucker Carlson? Tucker Carlson, yes. Calling for a Trumpster to be uh, for Word. a Republican. But, but but look at Carlson here. The Chinese virus. And uh, look, he's one of these people that just, you know, you're not going to have to dig too far back to find him saying it's all a hoax. You know. Gee. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's right. And I agree with what he's saying for the most part. But don't, you know... The, the people on Fox News are all, all of a sudden coming up with, oh, look at us. We're, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 knew, we knew the whole time. We never said 
uh, it was a hoax, even though you have us on all sorts of audio, audio and video devices saying it, it was indeed a hoax. Uh, just like I Trump- got the answer for that. Uh, be that what? What be that? I, I know why. I think that uh, Gil Christ might have paid a visit to Ooh. the Fox News uh, studios there, and Gil. I think old Tucker Carlson he he uh, might have uh, had a revelation here. Gil, did you go out? No, 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 wrong finger, Gil. No, no, oh, 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 oh. Okay, that was the right finger. Now Gil is Gil's been <laughs> passed out in the corner here in the uh, in in the uh, employee cafeteria. For quite some time yeah. now. Uh, it, well, he might Gil, have snuck out when you went Gil, to the store. Uh, what do we tell you about smoking in the building? Okay, and uh, please take your flies outside. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Hey, caramba. Gil Christ, ladies and gentlemen. He's 754 chat, 754-800-2428. Hey, now's your chance, man. If you, if you think that Donald Trump is doing a one hell of a job here. Hey, don't get don't don't get me wrong. When he sends me that thousand dollar check or whatever, I'll be right there in line to take it, dude. I know you. I tell be. you. I know you. Uh, and I'll tell you this: I appreciate it. I I appreciate what he's doing. I just wish I could trust his motives. I said that earlier. Yes, you did. By the way, uh, there were a number of Republicans that voted against it. And one, inde- really? and one independent who did not vote. You want to take a wild shot in the dark at the independent who did not vote? Oh, let me guess. And it ain't <sighs> Angus King. It's not Angus King. Hmm. I wonder what the hell Bernie was doing. Hmm. Why he didn't vote. Cursing out reporters. Uh, look, whenever there's been a crisis. That could be too. Anytime there's been any kind of a crisis here since the uh, 70s, we... Uh, there's one go-to song that this country has stood behind. I firmly believe it's it's. we need to hear it now. It also reminds me of a roller skating rink, Tony Orlando and Dawn. I'm coming home, I've done my time.
Now the whole damn bus is cheering And I can't believe I see A hundred yellow ribbons around the What John's trying to say, for those of you who don't read sign language, John has once again forgotten to unmute his his microphone while we were in the Take song. a frickin' pill. <laughs> I'm sure you had a wonderful outro. Yes, well, uh, what I was saying is, is when I was a kid, I used to love Tony Orlando and Dawn. Loved their little variety show they did in the 70s. What did they call that show? Uh, even... Uh, I thought it was just Tony Orlando and Dawn. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. Uh, I didn't. I just liked it. Yeah, well, you know, it's okay. Just, it's okay. I, I appreciate that. By by the by the way, I just a a little uh, close uh, cl- or close circuit here to uh, the governor of California. Do you think there was panic buying? Uh, supposedly this order goes into effect at midnight. You do you think there was panic buying before? You're gonna go to the if you can even leave the house to go to the store. You're gonna be lucky if you find that stale celery stock that's left over from everything. Everything else is gonna be gone. Well, I think we're at a point now where, especially the big box stores and a lot of places, uh, are gonna limit you to. A certain certain number of particular items because I saw it in the in the store today. Single rolls of toilet paper, maximum four. You know, so sure. and and that's what needs to be start being done right now. The supply lines are open. The factories are creating, making, producing all of the things we need. There is no shortage. If you don't need 4,000 rolls of toilet paper, please don't buy 4,000 rolls of toilet paper. Uh, what I would recommend doing, which I did uh, earlier in the week, I stopped by the bank and I took out some cash just in case, just to have cash mm-hmm. with me. Uh, if you can do that, I mean, don't don't carry around, you know, a gazillion dollars in cash, but mm-hmm. have have cash don't because cash is always king. I'm confident, at least in the near future, we're not going to be with severe shortages, uh, other than with the uh, personal protective equipment for the our uh, our our medical hospital teams. workers. Yeah. So again, Abs- for right absolutely. now, absolutely, I've got a freezer full of stuff. I'm not hurting for anything. I will go to the store every couple of days and uh, pick up pick up some bread. I found eggs today. The eggs were fully stocked, so I picked up some eggs. I did something last night. This I would have done anyway, regardless of this. Uh, now, as we all know, and as John 
loves to painfully remind me. I love me my Diet Mountain Dew. I just love me my, my Mountain Dew. Uh, Some people have a crack addiction. Other people have a Diet Mountain Dew addiction. It's got no calories. Hey, it's hey. got no sugar. It's got no caffeine. It's got nothing except great taste. But I cannot find it in the bottle sizes that I like. Uh, so what I've been doing, I've been ordering it off Amazon. Well, and it was a good price too. And they're, they're out of stock right now. I haven't been able to get it for weeks. So I would go out to the supermarket. My supermarket this week has the two liter bottles on sale. Three for $5. You can't hardly beat that for two liters. That's a good price. But they're not always on sale. They won't and let you buy three? I bought <laughs> Because six. there's a limit? No, no. There's no <laughs> limit. The sale is. But I was looking through beverage uh, uh, wholesalers yesterday. Beverage distributors last night. And I found a place. I, I, I ordered four cases of uh, of Diet, Diet Mountain Dew in, in 20 ounce bottles. 25 bucks for 24 <laughs> bottles. I saw it. And it's delivered. They're going to deliver it to me probably Saturday. I thought, well, that's okay. That's a good deal. So I'll be good for a while on my do. On my trip back up from uh, South Florida, I, every place I found a Walmart, or I, I hit every Publix, every supermarket down there to buy as much do in the bottle sizes that I liked. Uh, and I'm just literally running out. I'm down to my last six pack from back in December. So, Jeez. But I'd be last six pack. My last. Six that'll pack. last you about. That'll last you about three hours. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You know, uh, I, I like to sip on it. But look, that's the only thing that I am stocking up on, and I would be doing it regardless. Things could be peachy keen, perfect. I don't care. I want my diet too. It's all I got left, kids and kittens, except for you folks, of course. This is my only other addiction is is big time uh, radio <laughs> DJ. Mm. Oh, by the way, if you uh, want something to kind of make you smile here, uh, there's a tweet by ABC News, um, and there's no audio. I really probably couldn't farm any audio out of this, but uh, just uh, go to their uh, Twitter. About nine minutes ago, they tweeted, "Drone walks dog." Uh, admit a at, amid a government-mandated lockdown due to coronavirus in Cyprus, one, mount, one man found a clever way to walk his dog. I'm looking at it. Oliver. Oh, there you go. Uh, while adhering to safety measures. I'll tell you, this guy that has this drone walking the dog, he's lucky. Do you see that little puff uh, t- uh, excuse for a dog that that thing's walking? <laughs> yes. It's a pleasant look. Put a great Dane... Well, yeah, put a Great Dane on that damn drone. See how that works. Well, it's the, for those of you not seeing it, and if you go to ABC News on on the Twitter, uh, you'll see it. Just keep believe me, you will not miss it. And it's at ABC. Uh, mm-hmm. But the drone is flying. I don't know, seven eight feet off the ground. The leash is attached to it. The dog's not in any great. You know, that dog's uh, not going to pull that thing. He, the dog is just looks like an older dog but you know look (laughs) the guys look this is the kind of thing you can actually go out and walk your dog just stay keep your 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 distance 
from people, mm-hmm. but it, it's cute. There's there's a lot of cute, clever videos coming out. People doing things, people singing, playing musical instruments together, and you know, and all that good stuff, and, and making the best of it uh, as best they can. And that's and thank again, goodness, and thank goodness, and that's what we're trying to do here. Uh, it's just keep things going for everybody. Uh, we we can get through this. We can get through this. It's like a root canal. Man, it's miserable for a while. Ooh. It is just miserable. But then, once it's over, yeah, it's kind of sore for a while. And before you know it, you forget it even happened. You've healed up, <laughs> and you've moved on with your life. It's like any kind of cut, okay? You could slice your arm open with a knife. Eventually, it will heal. There'll be a scar. You'll remember it for certain. But you'll, you'll move on with your life. And I firmly feel uh, that's where we're headed here. I think the overwhelming majority of people, not only in this country, but on this planet, are going to do the right thing. And they're going to get through this. And they're going to help their neighbors and their friends where they can. They're going to try to keep everybody's spirits up. And again, that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, and we're doing it because we like doing it. We wouldn't be doing it otherwise. So... Uh, it's labor of love. That it is. That it is. That it is. Let's play. Let's play some more songs. What do you say, John? You ready? I'll for dance it? to anything you play. Here, here's one that everybody thinks they know the words to. Daylight come and they want to go 
TFI here on the Taxi Stand Hour with a little Harry Belafonte. The Banana Boat song. <laughs> De! Banana Boat. They say day-o. They like coming. Well, I want to I wanna mention to everybody, we've been talking about this for a while. We've mentioned it and we, uh, I hemmed and hawed and I said we got to get it. John kept bringing it up. And we have a new toy for the show. John, you know what I'm talking about. What's one of our favorite expressions here? When we stop midstream. Oh. Say it. Oh. Say it. No, you just play it. Emergency battery. I couldn't wait to use it. We, I'm so, so looking forward to using that because we do that all the time. We just stop and, oh, 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 emergency bat turn. Uh, you forgot something back there. Yeah. Oh, the parachutes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the story? No, uh, what? I was I was watching that first video that I sent you, which you didn't use. It was so funny because uh, Burt Ward, you know, was in, in current day Burt Burt Ward. Well, it's been a few years. Oh, on the Me TV. Anyway. Promo. Yeah, on the Me TV, and he was he was saying that, uh, oh, I forgot my suit, and that was the reason for the emergency bat turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've I found a clear cut of it on a video mm-hmm. that talked about the uh, Batmobile parachute pickup service. I and I remember this when I was a kid watching it, and uh, it was a topic of conversation amongst your uh, your better informed fourth graders. Uh, <laughs> The thing was, the first time they did the emergency bat turn with, you know, by the way, if you look, they're in the middle of midtown traffic. And next thing you know, they're on a one way street. They pulls the lever and, but he drives across mm-hmm. the parachutes and leaves them there. Well, a lot of kids wrote to ABC and said, hey, Batman's breaking the law. Littering is against the littering. Law. Yeah. <laughs> so then every other time they used it after that, they had a little van made up. That said, uh, Batmobile Parachute Pickup Service. And after they used it, Batman would say, uh, call the pickup service or push a button or, you know. And this way, everybody was happy. <laughs> okay, we, we know the parachute's getting picked up now. Life is good. And Batman's not a, not a criminal. And that's... Uh, not, he's not a litter bug. Oh, no. That is very good. Oh, no. And neither is Robin. Although I've had my doubts about Robin for a very, Sometimes. very, very long time. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. So as we, uh, as the uh, as the coal runs out on the engine here, uh, and the uh, the steam starts puttering out, we got a few minutes left to 
do whatever it is we're going to do here until we get to the top of the hour at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, silly o'clock Pacific Time. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, John. <laughs> I have no earthly idea. Well, you're, uh, you're well, these both of our friends here, uh, David Craig. Yeah. Or Dave Craig. Dave Craig. Yeah, he is uh, busier than hell on Twitter right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, apparently, I, I didn't know this, but apparently he's from the from California, I guess. Uh-huh. Well, he's in Colorado and, uh, now, I believe. Oh, is he? Yeah, I believe so. Well, he, he he's talking a lot like he's in California right now, but that's neither I'm, here nor there. I might be thinking of somebody uh, else then. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, seeing him tweet and I believe, I believe him a lot more than I believe other people on Twitter. Let's just put it that way. The hell you say. Not present, uh, the not present company included, hey but, now. um, I said not present company. Included. I know, but I felt like saying, Hey now. Oh, okay. Hey now. Hey, hey now. now. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But, um. Yeah, he's reporting here that uh, Uber drivers are starting to uh, return their rental vehicles. Oh, sure. Uh, it's over for Uber uh, Uber oh, yeah. drivers in uh, in California. They're not going to go back. They were no. bare, they weren't making crapola for money to begin with. No. And no. now they got the you got the lockdown out there. There ain't going to be business out there at all. No, no, not at all. I mean. Your legitimate real taxi cabs are going to be hard pressed, and they have accounts. You know, uh, we can mm-hmm. talk about that Saturday. Uh, what yeah, the effect? Exactly. Because you do a lot of medical transport. So, oh, excuse me, I did that on the air. I had a little, uh, a little bad boy. There. Bad yes. boy. What you, what you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Got to do what. Got to do what you got to do. That's the song. Um, it's the song "Bad Boys" yeah. from Cops. You remember? I, know. I remember that. Very first season. I se- do remember. Very first season shot in Broward County. Well, where else would you go? <laughs> you didn't know our sheriff at the time. Was he? Uh, was he as bad as that pig out in uh, Arizona? Nick Navarro never met a camera he didn't fall in love with. Oh, I bet. If you look at the opening sequence for the first season of Cops, you will see a white-haired man in a suit and tie pointing a very old gun as if he's actually uh, going after somebody. I think he was on a boat, too. Uh, That was was Sheriff Nick. That was uh, right about when I first moved down there. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, bad boys, bad boys, what you're going to do? We're, uh, we're tap dancing our way towards the, uh, end of the program. Oh, yeah. Let's I'm, see. Do I have anything interesting here in the meantime? Let's see if I've got something here in my pocket that might. Why would we start a trend? <laughs> oh, let's see here. Oh, da, da, da. You know, here's one, and I don't want to go out on a real, uh, angry, uh, th- uh, rant here, but I'll try to I'll try to keep it as light as I possibly can. 
you know who are the people who are kind of between a rock and a hard place when it comes to this uh, coronavirus? I can think of about the seven homeless. and a half billion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you're right. You posted something about that the other day, and, and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Well, That's... I I had a guy in my cab. Actually, I've picked him up since. That stays at one of our local shelters here. But they've got them... Uh, They've got them stacked up in, in cots on the uh, f- floor of the shelter, uh, basically packed in like sardines. Yeah. And they're allowed to come and go as they need to. This guy goes and gets a methadone uh, treatment every day. No, who doesn't? Uh, I, I know. I'm serious. He does. I know. And I, I'm, um, I'm sorry. I was being facetious. Oh, I'm... And, you know, he's right, though. I mean, people that are not mentioned in this uh, a lot, and my friend uh, Shay Cab also mentioned another group, but the homeless, how about the people that are in uh, the nonviolent uh, offenders that are in prison right now, Yep. which are overcrowded to begin with, but, you know, and we don't know if any of the, any of the um, guards coming in the corrections officer we don't know if they're coming in uh and have been infected that's true you know I, I, it, it's a very very those are just tinder boxes waiting to explode with this virus i mean exactly. you've got you've got people stacked up on top of each other without the best hygiene simply because of the situation there are people aren't they're not running around with alcohol swabs uh in the who's no uh, now apparently they've got uh, they've got hand sanitizer and they've got uh, I don't know if they're checking these people there's obviously they're not getting tested or anything like that nobody else is you know, I guess you gotta be an NBA player uh, if you're not uh, if you're not a hospital worker or whatnot. Uh, they're getting the tests you know and the hospital workers should be getting the tests but uh, well there's another story for another time oh there's another rant and that other time will be Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Because we're it right will up be. On, we're right up on it right now, my young friend. Promise? I promise. I will, I will have the blade sharpened. I, I I might even bring the softball bat into the Ooh. room for that show. Ooh, don't tease I'll me. let you see my I'll let you see my swing. Hey. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, in On that note, this is John Shannon. Adios. See ya!